So what did he get your dad? Nice plaid tie. Not too loud. That's nice. What did he get Jamie O? A tie, red and blue. That's good. What did he get Timberly? A tie with little pink things on it. Gerald, you can't give Timberly a tie for Christmas. She's a little four-year-old girl. What's she gonna wear a tie for? On no occasion. You can't just give everybody a tie for Christmas. Why not? Because Christmas is special. It's about showing the people you're close to that you really care about. When you give somebody a present, it should be unique. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe I'll give my grandpa the tie got for Timberly, and I get her a toy or something. Now you're getting the Christmas spirit. Well, see ya. Where you going? I gotta go take your present back. See you, Gerald. Season greetings, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And this is episode 139. We're talking Arnold's Christmas. Yeah. A, uh, a episode that I think people have been kind of wanting us yeah. to talk about. Uh, is it an episode that you remember? Yeah. Definitely. Prior to uh, review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I definitely remember watching this one and rewatching it. I think it was mainly because of the um, like feel of this episode. I don't know the music and just like the tone of it yeah. are really kind of stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's. Uh, I think we'll talk about it, but it's a little different than your traditional yeah. Arnold Fair. Uh, it was not one I remembered watching when mm. it aired. I mean, I've talked quite a bit, I think, at this point about like maybe had falling off around 96 uh. with Nickelodeon. Um, so I'd never, I was aware of Arnold, but never aggressively pursuing it. Uh. And so it's only been one that I've watched. I mean, I, I since we started the podcast, because people would say like Arnold's Christmas, Arnold's mm. Christmas. And so I, I watched it maybe a year or two ago on Hulu. Mm. And uh, well, I guess I'll share my thoughts later. But um, <laughs> so I'm newer to it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of new to it, we are, we are going to call our friend uh, Candace. Who's yeah. um, not only new to it, uh, she watched it for the first time today. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll we'll give her a call uh, after we discuss it. Um, this episode is season one, which yeah. seems crazy. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll say baseline, I liked it, um, but like, there's something about the episode that seems so seasoned. Mm. Like this would be the fourth season. Yeah, or something. you're right. Um, yeah. But the fact that it aired within the first, like, three months yeah. of the show. Um, I really think this whole first season of Hey Arnold is particularly good. I mean, yeah. I like it all, but I think toward the end, mm-hmm. it just starts to fall into, like, um, I don't know, that place where a cartoon almost becomes, like, like it's trying to be itself instead yeah. of being whatever it is just was intended from the beginning yeah yeah um but these season one episodes man they're just like written so well i um they're they're great yeah i went back to see um so our first episode this year was um our favorite first seasons so i went back to see what we ranked it because yeah you look back and you know stoop kid heat um vacant lot (laughs) uh but we both ranked it our fifth uh, favorite okay. first season which i'm like wow that seems maybe low now <laughs> yeah. but i mean there's a lot of great first seasons <laughs> um so this aired on december 11th 1996 mm. couple couple weeks prior to christmas um Perfect. 
pinpointing which episode of season one this was particularly a tricky one some people some had it listed as 11 mm, some had yeah. it listed as 14 um <laughs> i had it as 18 18 or, okay uh, so there's another <laughs> um i i don't know uh but it, it's season one and it's definitely december of 96 so um we we have already talked about that month so i'm not going to really go down that avenue here but um why don't we just jump into it? Because this is a full-length episode, yeah. a 24-minute unusual Arnold. For Arnold. Yeah, but our se- our second full-length Arnold, because we talked to Ar- Arnold's Halloween in October. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that was uh, full-length. Man, yeah. I should have looked at to see what I rated that. Would you like um, to know? Sure. <laughs> uh, you rated Arnold's Halloween a four. Hmm. Uh, as did I. Okay. Yeah. Man, <laughs> thinking back, it. Okay. I mean, four <laughs> sounds like maybe a little high, but maybe it was better than I'm oh, really? remembering. Oh, yeah. huh. Okay. I thought it was fun. It was fun, yeah. but, you know, I don't know. Four, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I know. Four to five. Elaborate. Four to five is kind of um, the, like, you're you're in the best yeah, territory. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I hear you. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump right into Arnold's yeah. Christmas. So the camera pans over the snow-covered town and the townspeople outside engaging in various winter activities. Phoebe and Helga are walking down the sidewalk after school discussing their favorite things about Christmas. Almost Christmas. I love the way the city's transformed by all the decorations. What do you most love about Christmas, Helga? (laughs) Are you kidding? The presents! I'm going to make a haul this year. But Helga... Christmas is about giving and sharing, family and friends, holiday spirit. Oh, come off your high horse, sister. Christmas is about presents. It's about getting as much stuff as you can possibly get. It's about money and flesh. It's about shopping like a barbarian. It's about getting yours before the other guy gets his. It's about dropping hints, making lists. Christmas is about... <laughs> but what Helga is really after is a pair of Nancy Spumoni signature snow boots. Oh yeah, <laughs> is Nancy Spumoni a reoccurring thing in Arnold? Um, I don't know about Nancy, but Spum- Dino Spumoni. Dino Spumoni. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to note that this Nancy Spumoni song is great. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's kind of out of place with the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah. The music's so sweeping and um, seasonal and nostalgic, and then there's this Spumoni song, which is like a I don't like an oh yeah <laughs> type of thing. Signature snow boots, imported leather, gold embossed, hand riveted, zigzag thread, steel toed. I gotta have them. I just gotta have them. You and every other girl in the city, Helga. The stores are practically sold out. There just aren't enough for everybody. Um, also, the beginning of this episode, just those kind of shots of hillside with, like, the, the cars driving in the snow, the kids, like, playing games. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's an unusual way to kind of start an Arnold, it felt like. But, yeah. Um, right for a Christmas yeah. special. Um, it almost doesn't quite make sense as they're just getting out of school, even mm. though they're seen outside, uh frolicking in the snow <laughs> but you know yeah. <laughs> small grape <laughs> um Rhonda says that the boots are practically sold out but Helga has been dropping hints to her parents for weeks and is sure they'll get them elsewhere Arnold asks Gerald about the Christmas gifts he bought for his family and Gerald reveals that he got them all ties I like this. Yeah, I do like this joke <laughs> yeah, even Timberly. Yeah. Yeah, Timberly. <laughs> 
When Helga notices Arnold walking home, she decides she has to get him the perfect Christmas gift. Later that night, the boarders choose names for Secret Santa, and Arnold gets Mr. Wynn. Yeah. Um, I like leading up to the proper Secret Santa pulling. Oscar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody pulls Oscar's name. Um, yeah, it seems like a very funny prank, even... I think they play it as, like, he was trying to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that would be a very funny prank just to pull. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and Oscar cracked me up. In this whole episode, I felt like Oscar was kind of the one time where I was laughing each time he showed up. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was good. <laughs> um, and we do get a shot here of uh, Mr. Wynn looking kind of longingly oh, into yeah. the fireplace. Yeah. And um, I think that's, like, your first real feel that, like, oh, well, this episode's going to give us a little yeah a little more than your typical arnold i think this is also the first time where you get that like sad music cue yeah (laughs) which is which um it's really good it is i mean it is sad but it's like i don't know it just sounds good yeah it strikes it strikes a a mood for sure um mr Wynn always seems sad around the holidays so arnold wants to get him a special present to cheer him up in order to get gift ideas, Arnold goes to Mr. Win- Mr. Wynn's apartment to find out more about him. Mr. H- <laughs> trying to pronounce this like Wynn, I guess. Yeah. Mr. Wynn tells Arnold about his life before he came to America. In another country far away, as he says, he had a young daughter named Mai. But when war ravaged their village, he sent Mai on a helicopter to America. Yeah, uh, let's just listen to this segment here. Many years ago, I lived in another country, far away. I was a young man with a family, a beautiful baby girl. I called her Mai. I was the luckiest man in the world. At night, I used to dream about our future together, to watch Mai grow up and go to school, to see her be happy. But there was trouble in my country. There was a war in the north. And every day, the fighting was coming closer and closer. I knew this would not be a good place for my child to grow up. I could not keep her safe, maybe not even have enough food for her to eat. So I decided we must try to get out. We must try to find a better life. Everyone was trying to get out. Everywhere, there was confusion. Somehow, I got through. The only way out of the city was by helicopter. There were too many people. I begged the soldier, please, please take us. Help us find a new life. But he could not. He said there was only room for one of us. Then I had to make the most difficult decision of my life. I knew I had to do the best thing for Mai. I knew if I gave Mai to the soldier, they would take care of her. They would find a home for her. And then, as soon as I could, I would get out of the country and find her again. As the helicopter left, the soldier called out the name of a city. This city. He said he would bring her here. You had to get rid of the soldier. You were saving her life. Yes. And you've never seen her since? No. It took me 20 years until I could finally get out of the country. That's why I came to this city. Um, I think, like, really just... Well, so, one, just kind of a 
uh, um, beyond what would be expected from a kid's show as far as like an emotional element yeah. of telling the story, which is, you know, I, they don't, um, they don't say it specifically, but it seems to be the, the fall of Saigon. Um, and, yeah. and even the animation seems a little bit different in this segment, like the detail it, it's just um, yeah it's almost like there's some kind of filter over it or something that makes it look like um like it's older or, yeah yeah just a slight different type of style and uh i don't know if it's i don't think it's for the entire segment but at least at the beginning there's a um like a simpler art style to the animation yeah, that I looks really that's cool. what i mean okay. yeah like that exterior shot of the house they yeah. were living in almost yeah. seems um in this like an in an asian style yeah yeah um yeah really i thought a really affecting scene um and also at the same time very like sad that the only person that mr Wynn has to tell the story to is arnold yeah i mean we're in this empty apartment, pretty much. Um, I mean, I love the apartment. <laughs> Did you notice the wallpaper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a stray observation. Uh, well, it was, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, uh, what's up with the wallpaper? Uh, bananas? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you think that's inherited? Like, he moved in and <laughs> there's already bananas on the You wall? know, I did... There's an episode of King of the Hill where Khan says that he's referred to in the Asian community as a banana which was, like, supposed to mean, like, an Asian person that's, like, uh, that's, like, Asian physically, but, uh, acts like a white person. Wow. I guess. Interesting. White on the inside. Okay. Um, wow. So I don't know if that was the same thing, but. <laughs> that's, that's very interesting. Um, yeah, but anyway, sorry, this, this whole, this whole segment, I think, is just kind of masterfully done, uh, yeah. and, and really pools at the heartstrings. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, that's interesting, now that I think about it, like, the change in animation style for mm -hmm. that segment. I feel like cartoons now, I almost never see that, if ever. I mean, I can't yeah. remember the last, like, modern cartoon that I saw that type of, like, animation switch in. Yeah, that they would just take on a new style yeah. mid-episode. Um, very... Um, I mean, I'm sure it's tough. Yeah. It's just like they probably try to avoid it as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it worked yeah. for sure. Um, the soldier that took my yelled out the name of Arnold City. So when Mister Wynn could get out of his country, he moved to the city to find her. Yeah. Um, this also made me realize that we don't know the city. Um, it was one of those moments where it's like. Yeah, kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah, the guy on the helicopter—you can't tell what city he says, and even Mister Wynn never says like he said. Yeah, yeah, you know, Brooklyn or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, after hearing the story, Arnold decides the best Christmas gift he can give for Mister Wynn is to find his daughter. Meanwhile, Helga is trying to find the perfect gift for Arnold, but nothing she comes up with seems good enough. She kind of, uh, she's in a toy store and she's kind of freaking out. Yeah. Um, after a long morning of searching for information on my, Arnold and Gerald are led to the Federal Office of Information. <laughs> Most of the office is busy partying for the holiday, but they find the office supervisor, Mr. Bailey, still working in a dark room in the back. Yeah. 
Great character. I love Mr. Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he's like not only like in his office, like his walls are, it's almost um, a molder from X Files esque yeah. <laughs> office where it's just like posters plastered everywhere. Even the windows are just covered. Yeah. Uh, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing illuminating is like this TV playing. <laughs> Yeah. He's the only person working in the office. It's just like he's got so yeah. much work. Yeah, Every, everyone's everybody else him. is working or everybody else is having a party. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he's swamped. Like, yeah, yeah. Arnold explains my story to Mister Bailey, but he says that finding her in one day would be impossible. However, on their way out, Arnold and Gerald overhear Mister Bailey telling his wife he still hasn't done the Christmas shopping. Yeah. Oh, hi, dear. No, no, I didn't do the Christmas shopping yet. What do you expect? I got a ton of work here. Yes, yes, I I got the list right here. Yes, I know it's Christmas Eve. Okay, okay, look, I'll get it done somehow. I love you too, dear. Bye. What, you still here? I was just wondering, what if Jill and me did your Christmas shopping for you? Huh? What? I'm going to trust you kids with my Christmas shopping? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to give 300 bucks to a couple of nine-year-old kids. How else are you going to get it done on time? Lister, I'd do anything to get Mr. Wynn and his daughter together. And they agree to do it for him if he'll look for mine. Great deal. If you can yeah. trust him. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. we know you can trust <laughs> Arnold and Gerald. But uh, it's a real chance, yeah. uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bailey. Bailey, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Bailey is taking. Um, but that's a great deal. I, I, I thought about that, like just lucking into, boy, someone wants to do your Christmas shopping. That's true. That is great. <laughs> uh, $300 seems, well, I guess he's got a wife and a kid. At least. Yeah, and. I mean, you don't know what. <laughs> and they want those Spumoni boots. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which I bet you costs, what do you think? 100? Hmm. 150? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Yeah, at least a hundred in my mind. I yeah. was thinking like these are expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Arnold and Gerald run all over town gathering Mr. Bailey's Christmas gifts until they get to the last item on the list: official Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Yes, boy. <laughs> Inside the store, they run into Helga, and Arnold drops Mr. Bailey's list, revealing to her that he too is looking for Nancy Spumoni snow boots. <laughs> I also like in the scene that um, Helga has his gift, the yeah. video game. Yes, yeah. And she's so proud. She thinks she has nailed it, and Gerald just like rips it apart. Yeah. Like it's like not personal. Yeah. Nobody would want like, yeah. like that. It's like, oh boy, Helga just can't catch a break. <laughs> I feel like that's come up for me before, like in both situations, on the receiving end of it and maybe giving it out. Like, How do you mean? Like uh, uh, like trying to dissuade someone from a uh, gift or something? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember it's specifically, not, but... It's not worth it. Uh, what? To dissuade, to dissuade someone them? of a gift. I don't well, think. see, it's like a situation in like in this. Did you notice how much that game cost? No, I didn't. It was ninety nine ninety five. Which, yeah, that's a big decision I mean, then. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> if you're putting down that kind of money, maybe you should say something. Yeah. Um, Arnold and Gerald soon discover that the boots are impossible to find as they look all over town with no luck. Um, and there's a great moment here where they first ask for the boots at the counter and the guy <laughs> goes and gets the other workers and brings them back. Yes. Yes. I need a pair of Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Could you wait just a minute? Sure. See, this is going to be easy. 
Go ahead, kid. Tell us what you want. A pair of Nancy Spumoni snow boots. <laughs> I don't get it. What's so funny? Oh, we've been sold out of those boots for a month. But in all, in all seriousness, if you want to put your name on a waiting list, uh, I could get you a pair of by, oh, say, the 4th of July. <laughs> Fly. There's gotta be a pair of Nancy Spumoni snow boots out there somewhere. This is also a good moment, though. Why are these guys so vindictive? <laughs> it's like nine-year-old kids. <laughs> I imagine it's just been such a nightmare with them all season hearing about yeah. these boots. Yeah. And here we are, the day before Christmas. <laughs> it's like a real, like, Tickle Me Elmo yeah. situation. Yeah. Like, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've ne- you haven't heard about these boots by now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of a, you know... This is a classic uh, 90s Nick situation of the last, really yeah. anything, the last minute gift shopping. Yeah. Jingle all the way. I was just going to say. The whole premise of the film is <laughs> to get to Turbo, uh, Turbo Man. Have you watched that uh, this season by any chance? Not yet, but I'm, uh, I, I own it, so well, nice. <laughs> I'm gearing up to. Uh, I have actually watched it this season. Oh, good. And, and uh, it was great as always. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Schwarzenegger in his prime. Phil Hartman, you know, before we lost him in his prime. Yeah. Uh, Sinbad yeah. Ne- never didn't have a prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like if it wasn't so easy to make fun of it uh, from the outside without having watched it, yeah. then it wouldn't have gotten such a bad rap. Do you think it suffers from the name? Jingle All the Way? <sighs> I think it's pretty great. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a dumb name. <laughs> it is, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Something about Arnold. Or maybe it's the poster where Arnold's like (laughs) reaching out screen. (laughs) I am imagining Arnold saying the words for some. I think maybe it's because of Conan. I think maybe he was like saying the (laughs) title in Arnold's voice. I can only imagine that. Yeah. It's, it's a good film. Um, you know, as far as the little kid's not very good in it though. Whatever his name is. Uh, Lloyd. Oh, you don't like him? No. But he's all right. Oh, cry baby. <laughs> okay. Have you watched any other Christmas stuff? Um, I think that's it this year so far. Okay. Uh, I don't think I don't think I've seen anything. My fa- do you have? We've probably talked about this, but favorite all time mm. Christmas movie. Boy, I don't know. Is it that tough? <laughs> I mean, how many are there? Like five, maybe. I mean, that even. Could... I mean, Jingle All the Way makes me happy. Scrooge really mm, makes me yeah, happy. Elf, I know we've talked about. Yeah, Elf. yeah. Um, uh, a Christmas Story, I mm. think, is very yeah. you know obviously rewatchable. Um, I don't know. No, I, okay. I I think we have talked about it. I don't remember which one I went with. Um. Well, for me, it's definitely National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Also it's great. number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else, I mean, what else is there? You know, I guess yeah, that's a, what I'm saying. A, a Wonderful <laughs> Life. I, I know people love Miracle on yeah. 34th Street. Yeah. Sure. But this episode of Arnold is, um, I was thinking, I'm like, why doesn't Nickelodeon play up some of their classic yeah. episodes? I mean, I don't love all of them. But, yeah. like, you could play this and Rocco and Doug and Rugrats. And, they are definitely doing something wrong by not engaging their viewers like they used to. Yeah. You know, they could do holiday-themed times again yeah. and have all the shows that they've ever had. Like, yes. that would be cool. Do you remember on Thanksgiving they used to do the, like, 24 hours of, like... it would They had programming in the 90s on Vaguely. Thanksgiving. 
And I remember I'm like, yeah, it's, it was like all holiday specials. I'm yeah. like, let's go. Like, <laughs> My favorite, of course, was uh, Halloween for that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but I liked the Christmas stuff, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, well, when Arnold and Gerald get back to Mr. Bailey's office, he refuses to look for the name without the snow boots. <laughs> yeah. Real jerk move. <laughs> Especially how like adamant they are that it took them all day. They tried as hard as they could. One item missing. Yeah. And, and honestly... You have the first and last name. I, I know. <laughs> like, you're going to come up with three or maybe four people. Yeah, yeah. Just give them. <laughs> just needs to type it in, turn around and type it into the computer. Correct. But... <laughs> just help these kids. Yeah. Um, outside the office, Arnold laments to Gerald that they weren't able to find Mr. Wynn's daughter, and Helga overhears them. Back at Helga's house, she finds her family happily celebrating. And to her surprise, they actually got her the Nancy Spumoni signature snow boots she asked for. Yeah. Boy. She gets to, like, you know, that real high moment. Merry Xmas! Oh my gosh! Nancy Spumoni signature snow boots! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I stood in line for 18 hours to get these, Helga. I swear they must be the last pair in the city. Wow. Thanks, Mom. I wanted these more than anything. Anything in the whole wide world. I gotta try them out. Yeah. I love I love that sequence of her just kind of like rejoicing, going out into the street. Yeah. yeah. And I love this especially because it's like the first time that things have worked out for Helga in some way, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, that that her parents even thought about it. Yeah. Her. Like her mom got her this yeah. gift. It's like the greatest moment for her and then yeah. she ends up, you know As she says crime and sacrificing it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Not another moral dilemma. Okay, on the one hand, I've got what I wanted for Christmas. I'm happy, and that's really all that matters, right? But on the other hand, I've finally discovered the one perfect thing Arnold wants for Christmas. And through a truly bizarre quirk of fate, it's these same snow boots. I could give them up and give Arnold what he wants, but then I wouldn't have anything. These snow boots are really boss. Oh, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, I, maybe no character since the beginning of this podcast have I had a harder swing towards. Mm, yeah. of like when you know, before having to really think about Nickelodeon very much before this podcast started, I was like, eh, I don't really like Helga. And then the more Arnold we watch, I'm like, boy, she's just a uh, very um complicated in, yeah. a, in a good way a, a complicated endearing character definitely yeah absolutely um finally she runs to the office of information and gives mr bailey the boots but he tells her it's too late and turns her away here they are pal one pair of nancy spumoni snow boots now turn those lights back on we've got a missing person to locate are you kidding i'm going home it's christmas eve for crying out loud can't you see snow boots it's not about flashy expensive presents or getting yours before the other guy gets his it's about showing people you really care about them and most of all it's about a funny little football headed kid with a good heart but no sense of reality whose entire world view is at stake look kid i appreciate your little holiday speech and all that but it's late and i'm going home now
for pity's sake, are you that cold? Look into your heart, and we've got a choice here. Either you and I work all night to find a certain lost daughter, or you can leave now. But if you leave now, that little football-headed kid will never believe in miracles again. But after an impassioned speech, <laughs> he reconsiders. <laughs> I love that she's like, you know, referring to Arnold kind of in this like loving way. Uh, but then she also throws in this quick jab of like, you know, he's delusional. Like, <laughs> you know, this lovable, delusional yeah. little boy. <laughs> the next morning, everyone gets a gift except for Mr. Wynn. Before Arnold can explain, the doorbell rings. And Mai walks in. Father? Mai? I can't believe it. Mai? Is it really you? Look at you. Everyone, this is my, my daughter. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas, Mr. Wen. My, trời ban nhớ con qua. Well, I guess Mr. Wen got his present after all. I thought she was a Yuletide prankster. Yeah, just um, that music cue again. Um, they do a weird thing here with slow motion. Um, it almost is kind of like jarring type of slow motion of like jittery yeah but um boy this moment if it doesn't get you yeah it was really great i was getting kind of choked up yeah it's it's uh hard not to um and it really then hits you know that kids theme of like the only thing that matters is family yeah which yeah. the older you get the more you can appreciate yeah, i like absolutely. the thing i most look forward to is just chilling with the family yeah yeah, yeah. Well, as Arnold wonders to Gerald how it could have all happened, we see Helga standing outside in the snow in her socks. Well, I guess miracles can happen after all. Yeah, but how did it happen, Gerald? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Don't try to make sense out of it, Arnold. A miracle's a miracle, and that's all there is to it. Maybe you got a Christmas angel looking out for you or something. A Christmas angel? Yeah, maybe. Very good ending. Yeah, great. She would have had to deliver my to the place, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, and she didn't go in and take credit for the whole thing. No, she, no. Yeah. My only complaint here, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of minor, is that it was a 24-minute episode, and it feels like this end here, this moment between them is a little uh, fast. Yeah, I, I agree. As far as ratio with the rest of the episode, it's like this hugely gratifying moment and it kind of quickly cuts to yeah. Gerald being like oh that was great definitely, definitely. <laughs> um yeah they could have probably cut out one of Helga's shopping moments yeah. and extended this scene agreed. at least yeah I agree um but beside yeah but it was a good episode I thought, yeah overall. yeah very strong um well do you want to talk about some of the details yeah hi this is bios trivia Ratings and stray observations. Uh, my win was pronounced, but uh, 
voiced by, and I think I'm going to pr- probably pronounce this wrong, Hepfi Lee. Okay. Um, she doesn't say much. No. It's yeah. just like a couple lines. Yeah. But effective. Yeah. Um, but she, you might know her from Cruel Intentions. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> National Security. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, the series Masters of Sex. Nope. Um, she also owned two restaurants in California, and she herself, as a child, was a refugee from Vietnam. Wow. Interesting. And she passed away uh, on December 19, 2017, at 46 oh. of stomach cancer. Oh, no. That's terrible. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad Yeah. turn of events. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, yeah that's a huge bummer. Mm. But uh, so she actually, like, she kind of experienced this. She was yeah. from Vietnam. Very close to yeah. her. Interesting. I also took a look at Mr. Huynh. Uh, he, was, he was voiced by Bowan Coleman, um, who was in Rambo, First Blood Part 2. <laughs> oh, part 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as well as High School High. Maybe familiar with that one. Oh, yeah. The John Lovitz yep. uh, vehicle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vehicle. Yeah. Boy. I'd love to watch that movie again. Yeah, I, I don't I think I've seen to. that since the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Hey Arnold was his last acting credit. Oh, okay. So, is he alive? Uh, yeah, he okay. seems to be alive, <laughs> okay. but that was his last oh, big wow. thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, the, like, the director credited on this episode is Jamie Mitchell, but we talked about him on, um, Arnold's Halloween. Hmm. So there is a co-director named Steve Saki, and, uh, he directed 10 episodes of Rugrats, including the Passover episode of Rugrats. Uh, he was the director on 24 Hey Arnold's Five Curious Georges. Um, and like many of these directors, he was mainly uh, hired out on art departments or animation departments. Mm. Uh, he's worked on The Simpsons, Duckman, The oh, Critic, Our Real Monsters, um, Dora the Explorer, Stripperella, King of the Hill, wow. Powerpuff Girls, Drawn Together, Futurama, um, and uh, let's see, Napoleon Dynamite, the animated series... <laughs> Uh, and then most recently on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and The Loud House. Wow. So Those are some yeah. good credits. Yeah, yeah. So must be kind of a very trusted yeah. guy in the animation field. So uh, he was part of the directing team here. Um, there was a lot of trivia for this episode. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you came by it, but... Uh, I got a few things. Okay. Um, the Federal Information Building uh, office also appears in Hey Arnold the Movie and the episode Save the Tree as City Hall. Oh, okay. So it's like the same animation that they use, yeah. but it's a, used as a different building. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, I had to hear that uh, there is a Vietnamese uh, translation. Uh, Mai says, um, Dad, to get Mr. Wynn's attention, uh-huh. and then he says something um, in Vietnamese, and that is roughly translated to "My goodness, I've missed you so much." Oh, yeah, that's wow. That's cool that they actually did used that. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the snow boots Helga wants the Nancy Spumoni signatures um, are in reference to, I assume, Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> yes, uh, Dino Spumoni being uh, Frank Sinatra. I yes, guess. yeah. yeah. And Nancy Sinatra did the song, um, Oh, yeah. These Boots Are Made for Walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
uh, the truck, there's a truck in the episode that says Stark Moving Company. Mm. Uh, it said here that that was a reference to the storyboard director, Stark Howell. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, lots of great little storefronts. I feel like lots of, in Arnold, lots of yeah. excuses to probably sneak people's names yeah. all over the place. Um, the I noticed at the beginning, the scenes of the kids playing outside looked really familiar to me. So I went back and I discovered that, that the kids playing in the snow are reused scenes from the episode Snow. Yeah, Snow, which is the, the second part of Heat. Yeah, yeah. I, I Great still, episode. I love that. Heat yeah. and Snow together. That's really... that's So it's the kids playing in the streets at the start. Yeah, like yeah. throwing snowballs and stuff. Eugene goes comes up on the top of the hill with his rider. Yeah. Yeah, even if you watch that transition to when then um Helga's talking to Phoebe. Uh yeah. Uh it's like considerably less snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing they like had to fill in a little bit of time and padded that beginning section with a few extra scenes of winter. Mm. Yeah. Set the mood. Yeah. Um, it was noted that this was the first Hey Arnold episode not to have the show's usual intro. So oh, there, there's no huh. theme song on this episode. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, I got a bunch here. Uh, so the store Helga finds the video game in is called Budnick's Department Store. Uh, it is not in reference to Bobby Budnick, <laughs> uh, but after the background painter, Alfred Budnick. Oh, wow. Yeah. Budnick. <laughs> um, Mr. Bailey uh, is, is a... You know, not for sure, but a possible reference to George Bailey, who is um, played by Jimmy Stewart in the 1946 uh, film It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it seems pretty likely. Yeah. Um, this is the, uh, it says, first episode to relate to real-life events such as the Vietnam War, although mm. it's never explicitly stated in the episode. Yeah. Um, though Mr. Nguyen uh, mentions being from Vietnam in the episodes now. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That's um, weird. Uh, I don't know if this is true. But I, I saw this online somewhere that said this episode originally had a dream sequence of Arnold flying from his bed in the boarding house to Vietnam. Huh. Which I don't know to do what, but yeah, they said it was cut that's for interesting. It was cut for time. Um, There's that moment where he's laying on his bed and he kind of imagines um, the Vietnam, but not. It, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Okay. It's huh. just like clips to him. So maybe, maybe it was right there. Yeah, maybe there's more to it. Yeah. Um, and then it also says here that this is one of two episodes where Olga doesn't cry, the other being Helga on the couch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Stray observations? Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Um, did you notice the time that it was on the clock at the beginning of the episode and also later on when they're um, trying to get back to the office in time? I think so. Um, so... Uh, is it... 5.57 yeah, yeah. at the start yeah. on the clock tower. Yeah. And then what was the other time? It was the same. Oh. It was just the same shot of the clock. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> Reused it. Yeah. Do you think that was intentional? Or? Yes. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> this is going to come up later. I imagine it was like they figured no one would notice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that not we wouldn't so be pausing looking yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. There are some times here that don't work out throughout the episode. Um, uh, what gift was Gerald gonna get Arnold? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> it's never explicitly stated, but I think we're led to believe a tie. Oh, because he okay. says yes to when Arnold tells him he can't oh, get everybody a tie. Oh. He says, "I need to return your yeah. gift." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, good one. Um, There are a series of stores that we can see the names of in the Mm -hmm. opening sequence, at least. Mm -hmm. Did you catch these? I tried to write down every name throughout the episode. Okay. So I have um, Hoskies. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Casey's. Yeah. Computer Time. Yeah. Meats. uh, Arts Shoe Repair. Watch Repair 2000. Stark's Moving Company. The Government Building. Budnick's. Tildales, um, and there's something called Petals, but I couldn't make mm. out the other words. And there was a few other things that was just too fast I couldn't catch. But yeah, I see. didn't get any more than that. Okay. Uh, did you catch how old Timberly is at the uh, during this episode? Oh no. Uh, Gerald uh, Arnold mentions that she's only four. Oh, okay, four. <laughs> um, Fee- did you catch Phoebe's favorite thing about Christmas? No. The way the city is transformed by all the de- decorations. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. Um, what what holiday? And, I, and it did say that this is the first time Grandma does this, but this is a traditional thing. She mixes up her holidays. Mm. Uh, what holiday did Grandma think it was? I believe New Year's Eve. No, oh. Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I guess I'll just give this one now. Um, Grandma's dressed up at the end oh. uh, in, like, in New a New stuff? Year's Eve sash and a hat. <laughs> I didn't notice that somehow. Okay. Maybe, yeah, at the start of the episode, she says things. Right. The, did you catch the features on the Nancy Spumoni snow boots? No, I didn't. Mm. They feature imported leather. They're gold embossed, hand riveted, zigzag thread, and steel toed. Sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh... How about uh, Mr. Wynn's sweaters? What, did you catch what color sweaters he's rocking? Man, I didn't know. It. I mean, I kind of noted it, but I didn't write it down. I love this moment of like kind of him like getting to brag about his sweater yeah, collection. Yeah. He opens up the closet and he says he has a red sweater, a blue sweater, green sweater, a wool sweater, and a cotton sweater. And I believe he offers Arnold the cotton sweater. Uh, I, you know, that's a moment that kind of stuck with me um, from when I was a kid when he offers Arnold a sweater and Arnold doesn't want one and he looks very upset like oh okay. yeah like oh boy <laughs> I thought he was going to say yeah. yes yeah um did you note what things Helga loves about about Arnold she says no his awkward gait <laughs> yeah, his, I love that awkward gait his half-lidded gaze his brave if misguided concern for those less fortunate mm. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Did you happen to know all the items on Mr. Bailey's list? Oh yeah, um, a watch, a necklace, a sweater, a hat, socks, a photo album, a jewelry box, a pocket radio, a purse, a fire. Wait a minute, a fire engine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a CD player, a wallet, bunny slippers, sweatshirt, scarf. And, of course, official Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, quite a list. Yeah. Um, did you notice the business of the truck that splashes Helga with uh, slush? It wasn't Starks? Nope. Who was it? It was Green's Meat. Oh, Green's Meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what day did they tell Arnold that he might be able to get the Nancy Spumoni boots at the department store? Oh, uh, July 4th. July 4th. <laughs> uh, did you catch how long it took for Mr. Wynn to get out of his home country? No. 
20 years. Wow. Okay. Huh. Um, did you catch uh, how long Helga's mom waited in line for the Nancy Spumoni boots? Oh, man, no. 18 hours. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Quite really dedicated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a nice, it's a nice thing to see Helga's family do something nice for her. <laughs> <laughs> if briefly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you catch what Arnold suggests that Christmas is all about? Family? Miracles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ar- Hel- did you catch Helga's ideas for Arnold's presence? Any of them? No. Uh, a new kite, a unicycle, a skateboard, a deluxe 240-piece train set complete with foliage, a collapsible br- bridge, and one-legged <laughs> Bob the affable railroad tramp, <laughs> and, uh, of course, Frozen Tundra Death Warrior 7000, yeah. the computer game. I think he would have liked the railroad track. Uh, oh, he would have loved it, In but, I mean, who knows how much that railroad would have cost. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. 240-piece? <laughs> Um, of what is the actual name printed on the Federal Office of Information? Mm-mm. It just says government building. And it has... Oh, yeah, I did have that. <laughs> government building, yeah. And it has um, some Latin words written on it. Yeah. It says, Cave quivi sumus. Um, I guess it means beware whoever we are. Hmm. Um, but somebody suggested on one of the Arnold pages that they may have meant beware whoever you are and they accidentally mixed up the words gotcha anyway um you know i did have another stray observation uh and i'm sure it's you know not big news to anybody but i just noticed for the first time this episode that everybody in the arnold universe has four fingers you know what i did too i think it was because helga put her glove up to the window Uh and i could i like suddenly counted the four fingerprints i was like what I it, for me it was when the helicopter pilot took the baby because uh, the, the the hands on the for whatever reason they made the hands on the helicopter pilot really like real looking. Uh, I didn't know, but they're <laughs> missing a finger. I'm like only four fingers. Huh. So then I started looking, but man, that's weird. Yeah, maybe it just saves time. It must be like about drawing it. It must yeah. be hard to Simpsons, fit a fifth one. Simpsons in. is four, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just a small one. Uh, ratings here. IMDb gives this episode a 9.1 out of 10. Very good. Wow. Uh, TV.com gives it a 9.3 out of 10. Mm. Very good. So, out of five Crip Stars, what did you give Arnold's Christmas? Uh, I gave it four and a half out of five. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a great episode. That was really paced surprisingly well yeah. for a half an hour cartoon. Agreed. That's you know normally 15 minutes. Um, and it was really effective. The story was great and very touching and sentimental. Yes. Um, there just wasn't, like, much messing around. Like, there was no times where I was thinking, is this thing going to be over? Or, yeah. Um, and I think... I know, I didn't give it a five because I didn't think it was... The story was a little... Um, a little predictable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, like, a Christmas story... Um, and it didn't kind of go outside of those bounds, and the writing didn't like um, do anything like really different. Mm-hmm. But it was still very solid, yeah. and made perfect use of the time that they had. Yeah. Um, so it was a great, great episode. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give it a five. Wow. Um, 
And the reason I'm giving it a five is I'm going to view it through um, the holiday lens mm. of what we've watched so far. Okay. And that I think it is maybe leaps and bounds better than any other holiday episode we've watched. Yes. Uh, a Christmas season yeah. episode. Um, even including like Pete and Pete. I think yeah. this is a stronger episode than Agreed. Christmas Pete. And, um, you know, we've talked about Doug a little bit. Not the best. The Santa experience is fun, but doesn't hit you like this one does um i'd say only rocco's christmas is comparable which i gave a five to and um, uh yeah it's a whole different feel it's such a wacky christmas episode so um i mean i my my major problem was that i felt like the payoff was a little rushed for something so like hit you in the heart Mm mm-hmm but um, I had no complaints about the pacing, which is very unusual for these 24-minute yeah. extensions. Um, and, uh, you know, there are some really funny lines. Mr. Bailey's a really, like, kind of fun new character. Yeah. Um, they did a good job of weaving the stories together in a way that didn't feel like, you know, they are just buying time, yeah. kind of. Um, so I think it's a great... I mean, I think it's kind of probably the Nickelodeon Christmas special. Uh so I'm, yeah. I'm going to give it a five. Um, oh. yeah. No, that's pretty good. I mean, that's good reasoning. And I think you're right that I think it's even better than the Rocco yeah. episode. I mean, I, I like that Rocco, but um, this is just a little tighter even. Yeah. Um, I think like a re- you can really see how good this is if you compare it to Doug. Yeah, I feel like that that was going for that like almost yeah yeah, but it just yeah did not work. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to swing a miss on yeah. the emotional holiday story for a kid show. I think yeah, um, and I think this is like not only does it get it, but it goes way beyond what I think could even be expected of like this yeah you know, this very real story for probably a lot of people and yeah 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 very, it hits upon like. A different Christmas note. Yeah. Um, that I think is good to uh, see and talk about. I don't yeah. know. Like, not, you know, the holidays aren't all great for right. everybody. Yeah, if you're missing a huge part of your life, then, like, holidays are you reflecting on like, yeah. that missing piece just as yeah. much as anything. Um, so, yeah, really, I think a powerful episode of Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, incredible that it was, you know, perhaps maybe the 11th, 18th, I don't know, episode of the series. Yes, definitely. Um, I think it, uh, you know, Arnold does such a superb job of, in a short time, giving characters, like, real substance yeah. in, in their stories. Um, do you want to name the episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I called this one Miracle on Vine Street. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> um, it's awful close to my uh, Halloween one. Oh, what was it? The Monsters Are Due on Vine oh. Street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is good. Um, I went with uh, Mr. Wynn's Miracle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, miracle. Double Miracle. Yeah, well, it seemed appropriate. It, it was for a this big, episode. yeah. There was a big emphasis on miracle in the episode. Yeah, it's very weird that they didn't put it. In, like even Arnold's miracle would have right. kind of made sense. Yeah, or yeah. Mister Wynn's miracle. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we're gonna give Candace a call. She yeah. watched the episode, I think, approximately two hours ago. <laughs> Perfect. Um, now, when I asked if she'd watch it. 
Um, she was hesitant, and I said, "I said, I think you, I think you like it. I think you'll like it. I think it'll make you cry." Wow. And because uh, I, knowing us, knowing Candace, she's a she's an easy crier, and um, she said, oh, "Do you want to guarantee that?" I said, "Yes, I'm going to guarantee that this episode will make you cry." And she said. Okay, then you have to say it on the podcast. You have before you call me. You have to let the listeners know that you guaranteed that this episode was going to make me cry. So that's that's what happened. Uh, I don't know the answer as to whether she cried. Uh, um, so should we give her a call? Yeah, <laughs> can't wait to find out. Hey. 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 How are you? Good. How's it going? Uh, very good, I think. Um, oh, no. <laughs> well, we just... Am I, am I stepping into a heated episode here? Because I need some warning. Oh, no, no. I think we both agreed uh, on this episode. Um, Joe just kind of filled us in on the build-up f- for you for this episode. So, uh, I'm pretty excited to hear <laughs> your reaction um uh, he, he won he went to the bed wow <laughs> yes <laughs> man um unless did you say how many times i would cry no just that you would though my prediction would be twice <laughs> two times yeah two times wow. i cried wow um, right on. Because I think even that, even right, that flashback scene is just so, um, it, it hits you in the gut. Yes. The original flashback where he has to hand yeah. the baby to the pilot was very upsetting because, like, you felt for him. And then, obviously, when she shows up at the end, that was very emotional. And you know what? I'm counting it as the same cry because it was so close together. <laughs> but... When it shows the reunion inside, and then it like goes out, and and Helga says "Merry Christmas," Arnold, uh, yeah, or whatever she said, something to the effect of like "There you go." <laughs> um, <laughs> that really, that kind of like kept it going. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very heartwarming. Totally. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean, there's no shame. I think Andrew, you no, said you yeah. even were a little. I was getting choked up during yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so your your first time watching this one, what was kind of your overall? Did you like it? Did you you know what? What? How did you feel? Yes, I loved it, um, and I thought it was a unique Christmas story. I was happy that the point of it was like not about gifts. Because I do feel like that is a common kid show thing of like, I got to get money for gifts or I got to find gifts. And then usually at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, it's not about gifts. But like Arnold. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen Alex Mack a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Seen it a million times. Um, I feel like they really made the point well, like in in a well-rounded way. I'd say my favorite part of it was like the the holiday ambiance, like the city in in christmas mode that's uh, you're right there with phoebe yeah yeah both love it <laughs> yeah i mean there is i'm we've talked about it ad nauseum but arnold just 
that background art of like the, uh, the city with the snow it just feels great. like it feels like a memory you know what yeah I mean? yes that and i would say that's one of those things because of you guys i've been revisiting you know i revisit a lot of this stuff and i would say the cityscape of arnold is something that i didn't appreciate when i was younger because i didn't get it because mm. i was from like a small town in ohio um, but now that you've been to Cleveland, it you get now. it. <laughs> you know, I've seen Cleveland. <laughs> uh, no, I lived in the city for a while. And so now I kind of feel like um, I, I never gave that enough credit for as special it was. I knew Arnold's room was amazing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And some things about it were, you know, stoop kid and things were unique <laughs> about it. But I didn't get I did not get how special of a backdrop that is. Mm, yeah. They do like a really cool job with it. Like when they're having a snowball fight and like car alarms are going off and loud. Yeah. And they're having to go through all these, go to all these different stores and like jump on the subway, get off, run around. I was like, wow, this is like a very cool thing that they're showing kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, an alternative lifestyle for kids. In Christmas, it's even better because that is the best time to be in New York. Yeah. So. So you loved it. I loved it. A plus. Uh, well, no. I, I, <laughs> what what uh what Krebs star would you give it? Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm like new. Um. Uh, five. Uh, yeah, five Krebs stars. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna roll with the the emotion. Nice. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I also gave it five, and Andrew gave it a four and a half. Hmm. It's got to be what one of our. What did you points for? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't like the Spumoni boots. <laughs> Actually, I loved the whole Ghost Spumoni. Um, no, I knocked it for. Um, now I can't even remember what I knocked it for. Uh, well, that doesn't sound um, like sounds for, logic. For being for being a little bit, uh, I think you disagree with Candace in that it's a little. Um, tradition too traditional oh. as far as this themes oh i just didn't think it like went above and beyond like a typical five-star episode maybe but sure but it did in a way i mean i might be underselling it really yeah with it's four too and late half. now yeah i mean I'll, I'll stand by my four and a half but it's leaning on a five <laughs> yeah um well we didn't ask you to, but do you? Is there a name that strikes you for this episode? Something you would have called it rather than uh, Arnold's Christmas? Oh, something about miracles about how <laughs> when um, Helga was pleading with the government worker, and then she said that little football shaped head or football head shaped boy will never believe in miracles again <laughs> and like that's what got him to turn around yeah <laughs> yeah maybe something about arnold's christmas miracle oh okay mm-hmm. that's just, good just add the miracle <laughs> yeah. to the end of it <laughs> oh <laughs> it's a compromise see? it's yeah. a, it's actually yeah it a is little better, better. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh good company because we both used miracle in our titles yeah yeah great great mind <laughs> well we uh we appreciate you watching this under the wire yeah but we're glad you liked oh. it you know christmas i'm all over it <laughs> do you have a favorite christmas movie um 
My favorite Christmas movie, which is not technically a Christmas movie, but Christmas is part of the movie. Die Hard. No. (laughs) I have never seen Die Hard. (laughs) Um, It's Meet Me in St. Louis with Judy Garland. Mm. Okay. So technically not a Christmas movie, but um, Christmas plays a large part. Yeah, it's in the background of it. In the seasons of the movie, Yeah. yeah. And it's got one of the best Christmas songs obviously sung by judy garland when she sings have yourself a merry little christmas uh-huh. um <laughs> anyways that was my favorite holiday movie Interesting. Though it probably is not categorized as a holiday movie yeah i've never seen it um it's it's no wild hearts can't be broken yeah well <laughs> few things are <laughs> okay that has become my trademark on this podcast that and loving christmas but um this one is like actually one of my favorite movies. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. Right. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Uh, we hope you have a great holiday. Oh yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Sure. Have a super holidays. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. Well, great to hear from Candice. Always. Um. Yeah glad she liked this episode it yeah. did seem right up her alley yeah seemed um glad glad I had that last instinct kicked out like candace this is yeah. the perfect one yeah <laughs> hopefully talk to her again soon uh speaking of hearing from people uh we've heard from some of you guys um so let's just catch up with some uh listener letters here this first one's from our pal michelle thanks um, and this is about top 10 favorite lines. Oh, nice. <laughs> Our big <laughs> consensus episode. She said, hey, guys, I'm not sure how you guys went about this, but my method for making this list was to start by writing down anything that stuck out in my mind. Then I researched to confirm the quotes and narrowed them down. Here's my top 10 favorite lines. Number 10, Angel, when you don't share... Well, it won't look good on the application for Harvard, which is Charlotte from Regrets. Uh. Uh, number nine, the crusty Grab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Ah, uh, that's Sponge a great Bob. one. Yeah. Eight, move it, football head. I'll go. Of course. Uh, seven, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Kel. Number six, if Angelica is ever going to make it in a male-dominated power structure, she's got to eat, breathe, drink, and sweat self-esteem. <laughs> sure. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this the Krusty Krab? No. This is Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Number four, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Uh-huh. Can I take your order? Kel. Number three, I dropped the screw in the tuna. Kel. <laughs> Number two, Stew. It's four o'clock in the morning. Why on earth are you making chocolate pudding, Stu? Because I've lost all control of my life. <laughs> I considered that, that line, but it was, um, you know, one of those two parts. Yeah, but yeah. it is a great, great line. Mm-hmm. And her number one, submitted for the approval uh, of the Midnight Society. I like it. Yeah. Both of you, I think I was my number one and it was on your list and it didn't make her time. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know how we. It's, I, I think it, well, I think because we decided it was more about what made us laugh yeah, yeah. rather than iconic. Yeah. yeah. She said, "Side note: If you weren't watching, Kel got robbed on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Kel was amazing, but sadly ended up in second place. Uh, Apparently, there are a lot of Bachelorette fans out there." Also wanted to say I enjoyed the new Are You Afraid of the Dark. I hope they turn it into a regular anthology series. As always, keep up the good work, Michelle. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I agree with you, Michelle. Yeah. 
Uh, this one's from Axel. He said he is also writing about his top 10 Nick Lyons list. Uh, he says, loving the show, guys. Keep up the great work. Just got done listening to the Top Lines episode and decided I would send you mine. Number 10. Hit me. <laughs> My brother and me. Yes. I actually had forgotten about this one till your episode and forgot how funny I used to find it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. You reminded me as well. Yeah. Great find. Uh, number nine. It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark. Yeah. Uh, had this episode on the old VHS tape, watched it ad nauseum as a kid, and always mm. loved that episode in line. Mm. Yeah. Number eight, keep your you can keep your popcorn money. Yes. <laughs> had to make the top ten. Turn the page, wash your hands. Yeah. He's with us. <laughs> I collect comics, and since I was a kid, I can't help but quote this. <laughs> uh, number six, my my number six is from Rugrats, and I was surprised didn't get a mention on your list. Stu Pickles is up making pudding in the middle of the night. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, number five. Soon you will be like cheese, boy. Uh, melty, melty, melty. We love it. Yep. yep. Number four. It's not really a line, but still has me dying every time I see it. It's from Hey Arnold. When Brainy starts his heavy breathing and Helica hits him in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not really a line, but that breathing will get me every time. <laughs> number three. How this one got brushed off your top ten, I do not know, oh. from Rocco. I'm a wild pig. <laughs> you made you made a, pu- you yeah. made a push for it. Yeah. How that doesn't split your side every time it happens, I don't know. My number two. My number two should be no surprise. Keenan and Kel, I dropped the screw in the tuna. Mm-hmm. And number one. This makes my number one because as a child, probably the thing I quoted the most other than DX's suck it, uh, a wrestling thing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Pete and Pete's little Pete dance petunia dance. Oh, dance petunia dance. That is great. Dance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, won't do any close calls or honorable mentions because I would find myself writing this all day. Again, keep up the great work, guys, and can't wait for more episodes. Cool. Thanks, Thanks Axel. Axel. Yeah. yeah, really great. Yeah, ta- Dance Petunia Dance is good. Yeah, yeah I can't believe that we forgot that. Um, well, let's check out one more here. This is from our old buddy Ethan, and let's keep with the theme of favorite yeah. lines. He says, hey, guys, I love the format for this episode. Would love to see you guys do it again in the future with something else. I feel like you could even revisit older categories and hash it out this way. Yeah. I approached this list in a slightly different fashion by utilizing all your hard work and simply forming my own top 10 based on the lines you guys came up with. Uh, So here's his top 10. 10. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Mm. Burger. Can I take your order? 9. Turn the page, then wash your hands. (laughs) 8. It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing Mm. in the dark. 7. Mo! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 6. Goo punch. Uh, five, awful waffle. Uh, Four, I drop the screw in the tuna. Three, I tell a ghost story and you buy a hook line and look <laughs> hook line and stinker. I just cut one. Uh, yes. Two, life is so hard, Tommy. Sometimes I think it's the hardest thing there is. Yeah, that's great. And number one, excelente. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Your friend Ethan. Nice. Yeah. Great Thanks, to hear Ethan. from everybody. Um, yeah, I'm glad people liked the lines. Yes, I, I felt very fearful of our top ten and how people would respond, but I think yeah. you know, I think people can appreciate that it's just kind of a hard task. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, you know, one thing that did bug me in the editing process is we put a li- line on the maybe list and never came back oh, to man. it. man. <laughs> Which I don't think it would have cracked the 10, but um, it was Let's Rock from Olmec. Oh, that is good. It is good. <laughs> man. Um, yeah. We'll call it number 12 since uh, <laughs> Stu's um, Killing My Soul was a lot. <laughs> Um, great to hear from everybody. Yeah. Um, the year's winding down. Hope everybody's having a great holiday, mm. a great December. Um, and since the year's winding down, what are we doing next time? Well, it's already our ninth, our 2019 year in review. Yeah. yeah. Um, so taking a look back, mm. favorite songs, movies, albums, uh, books, mo- moments, video games. Um, yeah. It's been a, uh another long year i feel like i don't know about <laughs> everybody else but geez. um yeah yeah i you know i think we talk about this all the time that i mean part of the thing of getting older is i feel like i experienced less and less culture yeah definitely uh, so you know it's a thinner <laughs> bin <laughs> yeah, to pick from. yeah but uh it's always fun to discuss uh mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll we'll do that um, if you want to send us some of your picks uh, for any of the best of 2019, please feel free to do so. You can do that. Um, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us as um, Michelle, Axel, and Ethan did at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean. You can hear us on iTunes. Leaving us a review is a really great way to support the podcast. Um, and shout out to our newest reviewer, True Bad Boy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, he gives us uh, five stars, and nice. um, that's uh, just really appreciated. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great way to help us out. Uh, speaking of another great way to help us out, um, we talked about it a little bit last week on the Writing episode, which was so fun. Yeah, that um, was great. But you got a new book? Yes. Uh, My uh, novel, yeah. uh, Space Junk. Yep been out for a couple weeks um really appreciate anybody who's bought it or looked into it and um yeah if you want to pick it up uh it'll be 2.99 kindle for the rest of the season on amazon yeah yeah free plug for amazon yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like they need it yeah yeah (laughs) um but uh all right well i'm I'm glad we finally covered arnold yeah uh, agreed this, this episode great episode yeah um just really i don't know really memorable one yeah i i think um i think it ages quite well yeah definitely well um we hope you're all having a great holiday and we'll see you next time ha! i just found me a brand new box of matches yeah and what he knows you ain't had time to learn these boots are made for walking and that's just what they'll do gonna walk all over you Are you ready, Boots? Start walking W-A-R-T Ward Radio I'm going to go to Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>